You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jessalyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webster. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is Dr. Lisa Santonzi from... Hillsborough County Pet Resource Center. And also, Dr. Vince Santonzi from Hillsborough Community College Veterinary Technology Program in Plant City, Florida. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions, the phone lines are open, gang, and we want to talk with you at 844-287-2876. So if you have that medical question or that behavior question, pick up the phone and give us a call. The lines are open. That's 844-287-2876. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Mr. Zach Buden, and he'll put you on the line with us. Bear Man. 844-287-2876. The show is produced in-house, in-person by the ever-so-lovely and talented Miss uh, Lexi Lapp. Hello. Hi, Lexi. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? It's been a while. It has been a while. Welcome back. Thank you. 844-287-2876. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We want to talk to you. The lines are open. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And I'm Lexi Lapp. Bearman, and this is Talking Pets. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Lexi Lapp. Bear Man. And the gang's all here, and we want to talk with you. Just so y'all know, Bear Man would be not Naked Man. It is actually Bear Man because he's a hairy man. That is Mr. Zach. <laughs> Thanks. Our producer at the network. <laughs> Lexi, you know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have never met Zach, no, have you? No, we haven't. We haven't. We've We've just heard his voice. Never, I'm a nice guy. Never physically met. He does nope. sound like a nice guy, though. Yes. He is. He's a very nice guy. He's Thank just you. very hairy. Oh, thanks, babe. I appreciate that <laughs> I re- so much. I, I really want to do a Kelly Clarkson on him. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. <laughs> I did get him to cut his hair, though. Yeah, that's true. He's got a really nice, professional-looking haircut now. Not that bush that was on top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> you so, sure it wasn't, what, wasn't a raccoon on my head or something like that? Uh, it might have been, maybe. Oh, that's possible. Knocked it off. <laughs> so speaking of grooming, um, doctors, when when a dog, I, I'm just curious, when you take a dog to a grooming shop, is that stressful on a dog? 
Or do they actually, is it like a spa day for human beings? I, I think mean, it depends on the dog and it depends on the groomer. Really? On Some how they treat them? Some dogs get really nervous, like, like our little dog, our little shelter dog. Um, she freaks out if I try to trim her nails. She So I think she probably had a bad experience in the past with a groomer or somebody trimming her nails. I would never take her to a groomer. She would just, she, it would be extremely stressful for her. But there are other dogs that probably enjoy it. And like I said, it probably depends on the groomer too and what kind, what kind of style they have, how gentle they are, how experienced they are. Yeah, some people will actually um, sedate their dogs and take them to the groomers. So the, the vet will give them... You know, a, a sedative to give maybe a half hour or 45 minutes before the dog goes to the groomer. So that that happens as well. Again, it depends on the dog. Every animal is different. You know what I think is interesting, though? Because, Dr. Lisa, you just said that. Um, and I know this is true because the same thing with, like, my birds. I, I swear they remember. And like you said with the nails being clipped that they mm-hmm. remember and it's a bad experience. But some people say the dog's memories are like, uh, okay, there you are. Oh, no, I forgot about you. Okay, uh, no, uh, no, I forgot about that, too. I remember a short span. Hmm. Um, but do they act like some people will say they have a short memory? I think that's the, the million dollar question. I don't know how many times Vince and I say to each other, I wish I could get inside their brain just right. for five minutes. We wonder if they remember their previous owners. We wonder if they remember things that happened to them five years ago, 10 years ago. Uh, I wonder that we, we had to put our oldest cat to sleep last Saturday night. Oh, I'm sorry. And she was the mother of another one of our cats. How long have you had her? We have had her 12, we had her 12 years. 12 years, wow. Yeah, and, and she was a young adult when we got her. She, her name was, is Sasha. And Sasha and Leroy were a pair that we adopted from Alachua County Animal Services when we were doing an externship there in 2002. And um, we assumed that Sa- Sasha was Leroy's mother based on the history and the age and everything. And now she's gone, and we wonder if Leroy, Le- if Leroy remembers her, if he knows that she's gone. Is he mourning her? Is he grieving her? Could he care less? So hard, so hard to know. Well, whether or not he cares. How are you doing, by the way? Oh, we're sad. Of course. That's two cats we've lost in eight months. I, today when I woke up, uh, I woke up in bed, and all of a sudden, uh, Rainy, my female cat, like, came up to me, and she always sleeps with me every night. Um, and mm-hmm. she came up and she nudged me with her nose and, you know, she wants to get petted. And as I'm petting her, I, she's just like staring right in my eyes, eye to eye. And it's weird that you said that about your cat because I was like, I don't know why that came over me. I was like, boy, the day you leave me is the day I'm going to be devastated. And, you know, it's like, it's going to be, it's going to be one of the hardest sure. moments in my life. Um, yeah. because she's been my, my, my friend, my companion, mm-hmm. my kid, you know, for s- going on 16 years. Mm-hmm. Well, animals do, they do know, they do remember. Now, the question, the big question is, do they care? Well, whether or not Leroy cares that Sasha, the other cat in the house, or one of the other cats in the house, is no longer and there. And his mother. And his mother, his mother. Whether, you know, he knows that she's not there. There's no question about it. Because they know all the other cats, and her smell is not there. So you know they're grieving. Not, no, that's the question. Is, is he grieving? Does he care Does he that, care she's, that she's gone? He's got to know she's not there. I mean, just, I know stories just like all the years of doing the show. We've been on the air for 25 years, and just people that call in all the time, you know, about their pets. And they had two dogs, for instance. And, you know, and then the one dog all of a sudden stops eating, stops drinking, goes into depression, it seems like, um, because mm-hmm. it's not running mm-hmm. around. It's not acting like it did. It was like losing his best buddy. Sure. So we, I mean, lots I of think stories they, like I think that. I, mm-hmm. That's the thing that gets me though is like, we're human beings. We're animals. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. we have the same thing. And you guys are doctors. You mm-hmm. open animals mm-hmm. up all the time. You see the hearts and the livers and the kidneys and 
how different? I mean, other than being smaller, the same as us. I mean, what's we have the same organs and mm-hmm. stuff. Essentially, yeah. the same. So, yeah. what yeah. makes them any different than us that they don't, you know, have those feelings and those emotions? I think well, they, they do, they but do. to a lesser degree, mm-hmm. because they don't have as advanced portions of the brain that are responsible for those kinds of feelings as we do. They don't have you know the cerebral cortex in the brain that humans have. But they do have. They have one. It's just not as. It's not um, as advanced. advanced. But they do have parts of the brain that are responsible for for memory, for dreaming, for things like that. So, you know, they they have to, on a lesser degree, experience some of these things. Um, and uh, but I think it, it it varies from animal to animal. And of course, dogs are more social uh, animals. They're pack animals, so they the parts of their brain are a little bit different than the same parts even in cats. So their responses are probably different than, than cats' responses. But again, it's I think a lot of it's predicated upon the individual animal. I think that's the hardest part, though, when you're a pet parent is that your loss of your cat is a lot of people will listen to what you're saying right now and they'll be like, because it's happened on the show as well, I, do I go out and get another cat? Do I go out and get another pet? Well, we do have wait? three other cats in a dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have more in the so, household, but... We have three other cats, and yeah. so we've got plenty of other animals to keep us distracted. But I think okay. it's just a matter of timing, though. I mean, if you're ready, and that's what I've always said, you'll know when it's time. But I also look yeah. at it that, you know, if, if your cat or your dog or your pet passed away, um, then at least then if you go to adopt another one, you're giving the other one a chance for life, and you're giving them oh, a yeah. good home. I can't imagine coming home to an empty house. If we had one cat and... The one cat died, I would immediately want to get another one. Yeah, I, you know what? I thought that too today. I was like, that's the one thing that keeps me, you know, with having It's so having nice pets, coming home you know? and having an animal greet you at the door. Exactly. Dog or cat or bird or whatever you have. Absolutely agree. You like that too, Lexi? Yeah. With your cat? Oh, yeah, I love my cat. He loves me too. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought him a banana costume. Oh, nice. <laughs> you already were getting ready for the for Halloween, huh? Yeah. Nice. I want to see that go down that cat. You know, my, I couldn't imagine putting a costume on my cats. They no. would have heart failure. Hey, give us a call. 844-287-2876 is the number. I'm going to put you out a trivia question when we come back. You can win a prize, and uh, so stay tuned for that. But the doctors are here. They're going to give you their two cents. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Lexi Lapp. Bear man. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Bearman's ready to answer your calls. 844-287-2876. You're listening to Talking Pets. It's dinner time in America, where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. 
Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Lexi Lapp. And Bear Man. 844-287-2876. Pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-287-2876. We want to talk to you, of course, about your pets. If you've got a medical question or a behavior question, pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-287-2876. The lines are open. We want to talk with you. 844-287-2876. 844-287-2876. I'm going to give you a trivia question. Maestro, we have some trivia music. It's a very short trivia question. <laughs> but if you get this right, we're going to send out to you your choice of one of our titles here from Chicken Soup for the Soul. We've got many titles, and we'll tell you which ones we have. And we do have uh, two new ones that just came in. The Dog Did What and The Cat Did What. Um, and uh, as well as other titles as well. And we've got DVD movies, and I'll give you a couple of choices on some of the films that we have on DVD. So um, those are your choices that we will give you if you can answer this trivia question. Cats. Speaking of cats, they have how many ribs? Cats have how many ribs? So cats have how many ribs? Give us a call, 844-287-2876. 844-287-2876. 844-287-2876. If you know how many ribs a cat has, now you can start counting, so everybody pull your cat out and start <laughs> start filling up your cat. Have you done that, Lexi? No. <laughs> 844-287-2876. Pick up the phone, give us a call. If you've got a question about your pets, medical or behavior, or if you can answer that trivia question. A cat has how many ribs? How many ribs does a cat have? 844-287-2876. That is the question, and you will get a prize. Now, the doctors are in. I want to get into a little bit, a couple of questions about some things. We were talking about memory and so on and so forth and grooming and stuff like that and everything like that. But I want to get into some of the books, some of the back to the basics here. Uh, distemper. Mm-hmm. Now, I think a lot of people have no idea when they hear somebody say, you know, my dog has distemper. I mean, does that mean that the dog is always depressed or angry or or what does that no. mean? What is it's distemper? A, no. It has nothing to do with their temper. <laughs> okay. So yeah. it has nothing to do it's with a, emotions or feelings. Vir- it's a viral infection. I'm not saying I didn't it's know. It's a viral infection <laughs> that causes 
uh, can cause neurological signs similar to rabies. Maybe that's so. how it got the name because some of the neurological signs can manifest in yeah. changes in behavior. Yes, that's probably how it, but, how it got its name. Yeah, but so muscle know. tremors, seizures, things like that. It can have gastrointestinal signs like vomiting, diarrhea, inappetence, weight loss. It can have um, skin signs like crusting around the nares, which are the nostrils, and the pads on the nose and the pads on the feet get hyperkeratotic, which means they get thickened and rough. So it it's a virus that manifests itself in all different body systems, mostly neurological, gastrointestinal, and the integument, which is the skin. It's um it's a very serious disease, can cause death. Um, but does it dogs who, who have it can also cl uh, recover from it and become long-term carriers of it. But it's very easily prevented with a vaccination. The quote-unquote distemper vaccination that your veterinarian encourage, encourages you to get uh, with your puppies and your dogs, that, that helps to prevent distemper. It's called a DA2PP vaccination or a 4-in-1 or a 5-in-1 or a 6-in-1. Those all include vaccination against this virus. So, I mean, what you were talking about with some of the signs and everything of distemper, does it kind of look like they have a cold with the runny nose and the crusty it nose? It can. And, and like the it, can look like, it can look like they have a cold. It can look like they have a, a stomach or intestinal problem. It can look like they have a neurological problem. It can manifest itself in multiple organ systems. But where do they get this from? Like they get they it from other it dogs. Another dog? Yeah, so if you were like going to kennel your dog or something, yes. they can pick it up that way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trivia. Do you want to add anything, Vince? No. Um, again, it's it's very preventable. It's one of the core vaccines that um, the American Veterinary Medical Association um, recommends. That so every puppy every, every every puppy should get a series of these vaccinations starting at anywhere between four and eight weeks of age. To, in the shelter, we start vaccinating as young as four weeks old. But in a in a home situation, we would start vaccinating at six to eight weeks of age and vaccinate every two to three weeks until the puppy is four to four to five months old, and then um, repeat the vaccination again in a year, and then probably every three years after that. We're going to go out to um, the state of Washington, L.A. Heights, Washington, by the way, and a guess on the trivia question. And we're going to see, actually, if uh, Mark has the correct answer. Mark, the question is, on the trivia, is cats have how many ribs? What do you think, I Mark? I said eight. You think eight ribs? Yes. You've been flushed, Mark. Lexi flushed you down the toilet. It is not eight. Well, of course they have eight, but I mean, what is the largest amount that they have? So, I will. Good try, Mark. Good yeah, try. I will say though, it is more than eight, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good guess there, Mark. But um, that's Mark in L.A. Heights, Washington. They do have eight, of course, but how many do they? Like, the maximum, I guess, is what they have, and it's right. So yeah. it's more than eight. Yeah. Should I give a below number? It's below. It's up to you. <laughs> I think it's easy, but then again, it's our gig. Do you think it's easy? Anybody could Google it. That's true. I okay, so I, I won't, it. I won't, I won't give a height, but it, it is more <laughs> than eight ribs. They do have more than eight ribs. So Mark was incorrect. I mean, to a degree. Um, L.A. Heights, Washington. So, how many ribs does a cat have? We want to know the maximum amount, like how many they have. Total amount of ribs that a cat has. Eight four four two eight seven two eight seven six. You're going to get a book from Chicken Soup for the Soul, and we have several titles here that you could choose from, or you could choose a movie on DVD because we get a bunch of movies here that just come out to DVD, and we'll read you some titles. Some of them are a little crazy, 
Some of them are not. <laughs> 844-287-2876. You might want to pick Lexi's favorite DVD movie. Yeah. You know that one, right? <laughs> Balls to the walls. <laughs> That's it. 844-287-2876. <laughs> look at Vince. Vince is looking like, is that title still available? <laughs> really? <laughs> or Concrete Blondes. I like that one, too. Yeah, I don't know if we still have that one. Ah. That one might have been all picked over. But there is another one there. 844-287-2876. How many ribs does a cat have? If you know, that's the trivia question. Give us a call and you could win either a book from Chicken Soup for the Soul or a title from Inception Media on DVD. 844-287-2876. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Lexi Lapp. Clark Bear Kent. 844-287-2876. Don't forget, check us out on the website at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com, and please join us on Facebook and Twitter. Right now, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Hi, this is Jody Miller-Young from Bark and Swagger. Tune in for everything pet fashion and more. From fashion tips and runway trends, products and designs I love, to fabulous home decor for your furry friend, you'll find it all here. Be the first to discover the new. So what are you waiting for? Find me on Pet Life Radio. And remember, when fierce fashion calls, bark and swagger. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Uh-huh. Ziggy Eggs. They got one more problem with you, girl. Hey. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets, and why do we not have the camera now? <laughs> Dr. Vince is actually dancing. Hey, we're up questions. Dancing. Pick up the phone. Give us a call, 844-287-2876. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Lexi Lapp. And Bearman. Hey, the hit. lines are open at 844-287-2876. The trivia question's still out there. Mark took a stab at it at L.A. Heights, Washington, and he was incorrect. He did say that a cat has eight ribs, and of course they do, but it's a higher number than that total. So we want to know the total number of ribs that a cat has. If you know, give us a call, 
844-287-2876. That is the trivia question. And we're going to send out to you from Chicken Soup for the Soul. We have a new one that just came out, and it is called, actually... The Cat Did What, and there's also another one out there, The Dog Did What, uh, plus some other titles if you're uh, interested in those, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul, or you can go with a movie that just came out from Inception Media or Film Chest, and uh, they're brand new DVD movies, and we'll let you choose your title. So uh, pick up the phone and give us a call, 844-287-2876, that's 844-287-2876. And if you have a question pertaining to medical or behavior, the lines are open. Or if maybe you're interested in becoming a a certified veterinary technician, uh, we're open to those as well. Or if you have questions about going to your local shelter, the questions that you may want to ask the people at the shelter, if you're going to adopt a pet from there, uh, Dr. Lisa can help you through that as well as, of course, medical and behavior questions. So it doesn't have to pertain to what we're talking about. Whatever questions, comments, or stories you have, we're open to that at 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. But the trivia question is still out there. How many ribs does a cat have total? If you know the answer, you could be a winner of a book from Chicken Soup for the Soul or one of the DVD movies from Film Chest or Inception Media. 844-287-2876. That means it's a toll-free telephone number. Calls on us. 844-287-2876. I want to shout out to uh, a good friend out there at KBNP in Portland, Oregon, that's listening right now. And uh, so a shout out to my buddy Keith out there, and glad that you're doing better. Um, you scared me there. So, uh, but glad that all is well. And uh, my love to the family. 844-287-2876. And we were talking about distemper. Now, over the break, Dr. Vince brought up a topic about cat distemper. Can you elaborate on right. that? Right. Sometimes people will come into... Uh, uh, a vet clinic and they'll say I want to get my cat the kitty distemper vaccine and what they're referring to is the core vaccines for cats but there is not a distemper vaccine for cats cats don't get distemper they do get other viruses that are similar to the viruses that dogs get for instance dogs get a parvovirus and cats get a type of a parvovirus called panleukopenia virus And again, that is a core vaccination uh, for cats as well against that virus. So, but there is not a cat distemper or a cat distemper vaccine. But if you've got a question, give us a call, 844-287-2876. Out to Edward, and Edward in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Edward has a guess on the trivia question. Edward, how many ribs does a cat have total? What do you think? A cat has 13 pairs. Very good. Congratulations, Edward. You are absolutely correct. It is 13. So um, congrats on that. We're going to have your choice, actually. Would you like a book, or would you like to uh, look at the library that we have in terms of a movie? A movie. Okay. Now, these are your titles. You can go with, uh, from the Smithsonian Channel, An Aerial American View of the Southeast, which is pretty cool, and that's actually on Blu-ray. Monica, which is uh, a little bit of a a crazy movie. It's Vengeance is Eternal. We've got The Forbidden Girl, which is, a if you like, horror films and demons. We have Lexi's favorite movie, Balls to the Walls. <laughs> Vince is, like, grabbing for it. No, Vince, you can't have this movie. Uh, <laughs> the Trials of Kate Mogul. It's a drama. The Truth is Deadly. Uh, we also have a sci-fi movie, which is 95ers, Time Runners. And we have, for the guys out there, The Bunker, uh, which is a war movie. What do you think? Uh, well, I'm a guy, and I'm, uh, I'm an old guy. Uh, I'll take the bunker. You're going with the bunker. So the bunker is coming out to you. We'll ship that one out to you. Congratulations, Edward, for playing with this, and I'll get this movie right out to you. Okay. 
Thanks, Edward. And thanks for listening. Thank you. That's Edward out there in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. He was right. And it's 13 ribs. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Absolutely. I wonder if he counted. Do you think he counted? You should have asked him if he counted know, or, if he, or if he Googled it. <laughs> Everybody Googles these days. I know. It, it, makes kind of, it makes trivia questions a lot easier now mm-hmm. if you can Google. Well, 844-287-2876 is the number. If you've got a medical question or a behavior question, pick up the phone and give us a call. But, Dr. Vince, you were mentioning when you were talking about cat distemper, you did mention parvovirus, which parvovirus is, does that affect cats and dogs? So parvo is another um, bad disease that dogs get, mostly gastrointestinal cats disease. Cats don't? And cats actually can get it. It's like, Again, it's called panleukopenia, feline panleukopenia, but it is a parvovirus. And it's it is actually transmissible between between dogs and cats. Dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why cats should be vaccinated against panleukopenia, and dogs should be vaccinated against parvo. A lot of puppies get parvo, and uh, you see parvo cases in the in shelter, shelters yeah, as well, quite a bit right? because we have puppies coming in that have never been vaccinated. And they bring it into the shelter with them because so, they've never been vaccinated. When a puppy comes into the shelter and, and you do diagnose it with parvo, and, and first off, when a puppy comes into the shelter, I guess you put them in quarantine? No. No, no. Nope. Do they go into the... They go into the general population. So is there a mm-hmm. chance, though, if they do have parvo, that they can pass that on to... There is. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? You have to... Can well, you? if they start showing signs of parvovirus, we test them for it. And usually they're euthanized if they test positive for it because it's a very severe disease and it's very contagious. It's a fecal oral transmission. So it's transmitted through their feces. And then if another dog um, gets access to that through, yeah, through fomites, such as water bowls, food bowls, people's uniforms, what about if they walk people's in it, clothes. Like their paws mm-hmm. and then they lick yes, their paws. Exactly. I mean. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the kennel that the puppy is housed and needs to be completely disinfected and there is it needs to be disinfected with something that actually kills the virus parvovirus like like bleach for example so yep that's that's what happens now do shelters occasionally have outbreaks yes uh, large outbreaks yeah uh, sometimes mm -hmm. they do so that's why it's important that shelters vaccinate every dog that comes in against parvovirus and distemper virus as soon as the dog gets to the shelter so that could actually wipe out a whole shelter it can. of animals. It can. It, especially if the animals are naive, meaning they've never been vaccinated against it before, never been exposed to it before. That's kind of scary. Yeah, it's very scary. And people don't realize the kind of challenges that shelters face like this. And that's why it's really important for people in the community to get their pets vaccinated because they're protecting <laughs> the, pop, the, the general population. They're, they're not just protecting their own pets, but they're protecting... All the the herd, so to speak, the herd of animals in the, in that community. You know, it's interesting that you say that, though, and I, I don't mean to be Debbie Downer on, on kennels and stuff like that, like when people go away, but that opens up like Pandora's box to that, too, because if you're dropping your pet off for a week for somebody... Well, that's why most kennels require that, that your animal be current on its vaccinations. Okay, good, good. Yeah. And that's a good question to ask, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that a policy? Because I mm-hmm. probably would have never have thought about it, you know, um, until just now. So and it is scary. I mean, you can actually pass it right on to another dog at a kennel. I mean, that's another reason why I, I'm a big component of uh, pet sitters. I love pet oh, sitters. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love that you can actually have somebody come into your home and take care of your pet when you're away. Yeah, that's so, what we It's a do. lot less stressful on the pets to be cared for in their own home than right. to have to go to a boarding facility. Right. Although there are some nice boarding facilities out there as well. There are. And, and uh, That do a very good job. There are some pet resorts out there that... Um, 
places that I'd like to stay at if I'm going away. Yeah. <laughs> really nice plush. So uh, it's a booming industry. It is. So with parvovirus, though, I mean, is that a death sentence? I mean, is there... No, it can be treated, but it requires very intensive treatment. Some dogs, um, some dogs die during treatment especially young puppies, as, as if they're not treated aggressively. But even with aggressive treatment, sometimes they die. Um, but it can, be, it can be treated successfully, usually with uh, intravenous fluids. The goal is to keep the puppy or the dog or the cat hydrated um, because they have so much vomiting and diarrhea that they become seriously dehydrated. And then um, with IV antibiotics to prevent a secondary infection, basically the virus causes the lining of the intestines to slough. So bloody diarrhea, vomiting, not wanting to eat. 844-287-2876. Another good reason actually to listen to your doctors because you don't want your dog or, or your cat to go through some of these illnesses that we're talking about, of course. So use the right precautions and uh, make sure that you always get your pet checked, um, especially and if they're going to be around against, uh, yeah, and vaccinations. Of course, if they're going to be around other animals, especially as well. So 844-287-2876 is the number. We're open to your medical questions and your behavior questions. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Lexi Lapp. The bear. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We're open to your questions. 844-287-2876. 844-287-2876. And check us out at TalkinPets.com and join us on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Dogs leave fur wherever they go. It collects all over the home. There are many tools designed to stop dog hair spreading, but their effectiveness varies, and afterwards you have to clean the tool, then the floor. With the Dyson Groom Tool, you simply deploy the bristles, then gently brush the coat. Loose fur is removed, while dead skin and allergens are captured by the vacuum. And to clean up, you simply release the trigger. To get this awesome Dyson Groom Tool, go to DysonDeals.com. That's DysonDeals.com. Hey there, pet parents. This is Christy Vaughn, host of The Doggy Dish. Do you love your furry companion? Do you love making him or her healthy treats but can't seem to find the time? Great news. The Doggy Dish is the perfect show for you. Every episode is chock full of healthy and easy recipes that are made with ingredients you most likely have on hand. Tune into the Doggy Dish for yummy and healthy recipes for your canine kids. Every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. The jury is still out whether electrons are less harmful for humans than regular cigarettes, but they are a health hazard for pets. With a Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Lexi Lapp. We all know nicotine possesses p- serious health thre- threats, and according to the Pet Poison Helpline, nicotine poison in pets is on the rise. Vets are handling cases for dogs and cats poisoned by eating traditional cigarettes or tobacco. Products containing nicotine for many years but as the use of e-cigarettes has become more widespread, the volume of cases, incre- including them, has increased considerably. E-cigarettes are designed to resemble traditional cigarettes. The battery-operated device atomizes liquid that contains nicotine, turning it into vapor that can be inhaled. 
What makes these cigarettes attractive to dogs are the wide array of scents and flavors. Your dog smells the aroma and wants to ingest them. In addition to the scents being alluring to dogs, the issue in the amount of nicotine in each cartridge. It measures between 6 milligrams and 24 milligrams. That is the nicotine equivalent of one to two traditional cigarettes. Many people don't stop at two, so nicotine poisoning in pets has a rapid onset of symptoms, generally within 15 to 16 minutes following ingestion. ingestion. Symptoms for dogs and cats include vomiting, diarrhea, elevated in heart rate and respiration rate, depression, tremors, weakness, seizures, coma, and cardiac arrest. Cats are especially susceptible to health hazards from e-cigarettes. Polyphenol, one of the primary ingredients in the e-cigarettes vapor, can lead to hen's body, where the red blood cells become damaged. Cats can ingest the subject, substance by licking or chewing on the device. Hen's, hen's body symptoms include discolored skin, fever, loss of appetite, pale lips and gums, and reddish-brown urine. For, for more information about the dangers of e-cigarettes in regards to your pet, call your pet's veterinarian or the pet poison hotline at 1-800-213-6680. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lapp. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. Lexi Lap. And Bearman, are you playing that for me? Yes. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because I just came back from New Orleans and I was out there for Labor Day weekend and all, and, and I went into the casino. Have you ever been there, New Orleans? Yes, we and have. Did you ever go in the casino? No. It's, it's kind of cool. I remember seeing it, but it's cool. no, we didn't. I actually we're not, we're not big uh, gamblers. I, I I played twenty dollars. I won sixty, and I lost it all, <laughs> which is usually the case. That's what they want you to do. But it's so funny. You walk in there, and it's like you always go to the slot machines. I do anyway, and it's like it's like smoke hell in there. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons we're not crazy about casinos. The yeah. noise and the noise. It's and, so. And you're just loud. sitting there, and people. And it's usually like the ninety year old women that are just like smoking one cigarette after another, and then they try to have a conversation with you, and it's like an ashtray opened up and it's hey how you doing you winning today <laughs> have you been to the casino lexi yet um i went on the casino boat there's one in porridge that i went on and there is a lot of smoking there but it's funny because my boyfriend just bought an e-cigarette and i have a cat and so i read this story to him today and i was like you better keep that away from mordecai mm. yeah you, know, you gotta be careful on that and i gotta ask you that word that you tried to pronounce oh my gosh propylene glycol there you All go right. how do you say it how do you <laughs> say it i think i think you were trying to say propylene glycol Probably. <laughs> and it's Heinz bodies. Oh, Heinz bodies, yes. Like like Heinz ketchup? Yes. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard that about the e-cigarettes, though? I mean, that no. detrimental but I'm But I'm not surprised. No, but secondhand smoke, of course, that's long been known to be detrimental to cats and dogs as well as to people. Well, it's pretty know? amazing, though, like when you talk about the e-cigarettes or even secondhand smoke, um, how detrimental it is to pets. And I think a yeah. lot of the people out there now, like Lexi just said, that, you know, when I, I see those e-cigarettes everywhere now. Everybody's mm-hmm. doing them. Every store has them. Every gas station selling them. Yeah. And it's like, you know, then, you know. It's you a leave, fad. Yeah, you leave that, though, on your table, mm-hmm. your coffee table or something like that, and then your dog eats it. Not mm-hmm. a good thing. 
But yeah. the other thing that my boyfriend says, if this is doing this to pets, what's it doing to him right. as well? Exactly. So. Yeah, it's a good, very good point. Whatever we do to ourselves, just assume that it can happen to your dog or cat and vice versa. Because mm-hmm. they're mammals like us, just on a smaller scale. And I guess it was called the, what, the e-liquid or the e-juice that is like really the detrimental? Yeah, because it has the most nicotine in it. It's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, anybody listening out there, of course, if you got those or your, your pets are anywhere around these e-cigarettes, make sure they don't get it in their mouth because they definitely don't want to chew on it. Then uh, that could be a major problem. So, and, and the thing is, too, a lot of pets will swallow things like that, and stuff like that doesn't always pass. So you have to surgically go in and remove, right? Foreign bodies sometimes, yes. Mm-hmm. So what happens if it gets something that could rupture? Mm-hmm. Right. The, yep. The intestines. And yep. Absolutely. We've seen that lots. It could definitely be lodged as well. Right. It can yeah. be lodged in the stomach, lodged in the intestines. It can perforate, go through them, and cause peritonitis and death. Animals yeah. get foreign bodies all the time. They ingest and cats uh, mm-hmm. strings. Yeah. Uh, strings. Cats love to play with you know strings and twine. And, so, and, and for example, dental floss. That's a that's a big. Um, potential problem for dogs or cats. I always put my dental floss in a covered um, trash can, not in an open trash can that the dog or the cat can get Well, that's a good point because a lot of people use it. They can swallow it and it can get lodged um, like around the base of their tongue and then go down into their stomach and it can perforate through the intestines and the stomach. That's a good point because, I mean, literally I throw it in my trash can on the side, you know, in uh, in the bathroom. So, you know, the pets can easily Mm -hmm. get in there because you know how Pets love to dig in the garbage. Right, exactly. So I use we use uh, a lot of covered trash cans in our house. You know what's funny is like my, my niece, Sarah, I was out in their house in Washington, D.C. last year, and they had one of those trash cans that you walk past it and it automatically opens. Hmm. It was like, a, uh, when I kept looking at it going, this is like a I've buffet. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it's like a buffet Buff- to a dog. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like the dog walks by and it's like, oh, there it is. It's time to eat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, no, that's not a good idea. It's cool for humans, but if you've got a pet in the house, yeah. it just opens that trash can. And for they day. will eat it. Yes. Yep, that's the I most a, common cause. I had cause. a patient that had um, a, do- a little dog, a small dog that had swallowed some tampons. Um, nice. And they peruse and a good deal of his intestines needed to be removed. Use the precautions. Listen to what the doctors are saying. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Lexi Lapp. And now I'm the sickened bear. Spay and neuter your pets. Help control that pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, go to your local animal shelter. You can find a new pet there and bring them home to a good home. And you can also go to your rescue groups as well. Check us out at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, and click on Facebook and Twitter and join us on there. Become part of the pet family. Thanks for joining us here in this hour of Talking Pets. Talk to you again very soon, sooner than you think. For some, we'll talk to you again then. Bye for now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.